Welcome to Buddies Without Borders podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Asher Reiser, and let me introduce you to the rest of the group participating in this discussion. My name is Cal O'Neill, and I'm from the United States, and I go to Whittle School and Studios. Hi, I'm Devin Thompson, and I'm also from the United States, and I also go to Whittle School and Studios. Hi, my name is Stemsa Bajpai. I go to Singapore International School, and I'm from India. Um, hi, I'm Amulia. I'm uh, studying in India in Singapore International. I'm Manan Katia from India, studying in Strawberry Fields High School. Hello, I am Rehan Lehel from the Strawberry Fields High School in India. Hello, my name is Anagul and I'm from Taiwan and I'm studying in Zaixing. Hey guys, my name is Samuel. I go to Ghana, I go to Kaboja International School. I'm Wendy Sasa, I'm from Kaboja International School. My name is Bruno and I go to CAR-E International School in Brazil. Hi, I'm Alejandra. I go to San Andres School in Bolivia. I am Maria Rivera. I am also from San Andres School and I am from Bolivia. My name is Miu from Shonan Shirayuri High School in Japan. In the first episode in the education in the 21st century, we will be discussing education systems around the world. So first question, how are you guys tested? I'm Alejandra. I go to San Andres School. Here we have exams every bimester or trimester and also partial exams every two weeks. And the grading system variates every year. Actually, um, last year was over 35. This year was over 100. There were years that the grading system was over 60 or 70. So it variates every year. Is that ever difficult for you? Like, does it get really complicated? Not actually. We are more used to the grading system over 100. So we transform our grades to like have a concept of how is it going for us. My name is Bruno and I go to CAR-E International School in Brazil. Here the system is likely to Alejandro's. We have a grading system to 100. We have seasonal exams, tri every trimester, and we have exams every three weeks. It's not exactly precisely this, uh, this period of time, but it's similar to Alejandro's. My name is Kala and I go to Whittle School and Studios in the US. Um, our grading system is actually pretty different from Alejandra and Bruno's. Instead of having numerical grades, we use a mastery transcript, which basically shows like a student's ability to reach a certain number of learning outcomes. And so there are certain skills that you need to know from a math class or a language class or a literature class. And so at the end of each trimester, um, the students are basically like assessed on whether they are reaching those outcomes, exceeding those outcomes, or are still working to reach those outcomes. It's actually been a, in my opinion, pretty revolutionary way of grading because in the US, a lot of schools still use um, numerical grades like Alejandra and Bruno's school do. And I was at a school previously before I went to Whittle that used a numerical grading system. But I actually think that this mastery transcript really helps to give a holistic view of a student and allows you to know exactly what you're good at and exactly what you need to improve on instead of just having like one number that accounts for everything that you've done in an entire trimester. Thank you guys for answering. 
So second question, what do you feel are the best ways to learn in a new concept? My name is Bruno. Sometimes the teachers ask us to research about a topic before learning it in the classroom. So I think this exposes us to uh, a primary way of learning. You know, we get our hands dirty in other terms. So we get an introduction to that topic by ourselves and then the teacher explains it in depth. So I think this is a very useful system and contributes to our learning more profoundly. My name is Timsa Bajpai and I'm from India. Our system is quite similar to what Bruno said. There is primary learning in the beginning. Um, but I think what makes a couple of subjects and concepts stand out more is when there is learning done beyond the classroom. For example, in, uh, in for subjects such as film, geography at an IB level, you have things called as field work, wherein you go outside school to perform certain activities to understand a particular concept. And I think that really engages the student more, more uh, compared to how the basic in-classroom learning. Hi, I'm Alejandra. I go to San Andres School in Bolivia. Here in my school, we have different activities uh, during the year. It's like we have a week that is called the Internationalism Week, where each class has to research about a country and become that country. So parents come, uh, some ambassadors of those countries come to see those expositions. Also, uh, in lower grades, they have the researching week, if I'm not wrong, where they have assignments in each class where they have to research about different themes as well. My name is Samuel. First, in Uganda, we're basically given all the, the topics or let's say the curriculum. Then the teachers come in and summarize everything. Basically, they explain how everything combines together then with the students who are supposed to read more. So it's based on uh, which student wants to really perform highest so they read more. Well, those who don't really want to tend to get left behind. Thank you guys for answering. My last question is, what effect does your school's education system have on your mental health? Hi, this is me from Japan. So in most Japanese schools, tests determine most of your grades. So that is a very important um, thing students take into consideration. So um, when doing tests, the scores are graded and also they are ranked from best to worst. So there's definitely a lot of competition between students. So the tests are a big part, play a big part in Japanese students' um, health. Devin from the U.S. So personally, our school doesn't really get that competitive like student against student until the college admission process because colleges only take a certain number of kids from each school. But I do think our screen time is way too high and there are some advantages from being able to do your work on technology. But like when all of it's on technology, I feel like you just lose a sense of yourself and everything just becomes a screen. And I think that does also damage your mental health and your sleep schedule. Hi, I'm Alejandra. I agree with what Devin said. Also, my school isn't that competitive. But yeah, as well, the amount of screen time is really, really high. Most 
especially for those who are in the in their last two years of school because I spend time seven hours in my in my computer but my sisters that are in primary they are really young they spend time like three hours they don't have like a, a normal schedule uh, this is Amulia I'm from India so um, I've noticed that multiple people in my grade from my school they feel like our screen time skyrocketed and um, they've also spoken about how it has a bad effect on mental health. I agree with that perspective and I feel like even those schools are paying a lot of attention on um, keeping a check on mental health and screen time. They could do more but I'd also um, make sure to acknowledge the advantages that come with having to sort of um, manage your time well and make sure that you're also doing other activities off, uh, off the screen because at the end of the day it's also up to a student to basically know how to handle their hours during a day and also get work done. Hi, my name is Timsa Bajpai and I'm from India. So I completely agree to what Miu said and adding on to what Amulia just spoke about. Um, personally, from my school in India, uh, we definitely have a lot of competition among students. But adding on to that, we also have this certain thing called as a pink card, which was recently added in our school. Um, it is where you need to have 100% attendance and submitting all assignments on time and um, participating in this physical activity after school. And then if you do that for 15 days continuously, you achieve one pink card. And if you achieve three pink cards, you get a gold card. And if you get a gold card, you get a blue coat. So that has definitely increased the competition even more. So that really you know, affects um, the sleep schedules as well because people really want to finish their works now and achieve the pink cards. And now competition has just increased. And that is the end of the first episode of Education in the 21st Century. I hope you enjoyed.